Today, we have the Hill Country Charity Ball, and this is exciting because I saw all my friends in snazzy attire that I've never seen them in before. <laughs> all We're going to wear media. ball gowns today, but we yeah. decided not. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm glad y'all didn't because I'm in jeans. Um, so I was invited by like three different tables, but, you know, real estate, things get in the way. What a bust. What is the purpose of the Hill Country Charity Ball and, and why is it so popular? Who would like to take off? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Kim, Lacey, Bree, Amanda, and Troy. Yeah, I call everybody <laughs> by their first names here, and we're going to get personal, get friendly. Yeah. And my first question to y'all is, why? Why is the Hill Country Charity Ball in existence? Um, so it was originally founded by the Shriner family in honor of baby Charlie. Um, he had a heart condition, and unfortunately, he passed away. Mm. So his mother started um, the Hill Country Charity Ball Association in his honor. Um, it was started in 1985, and they held their first gala in 1986. So we've been around for quite a long time. I think that's why it is popular, because um, we've just had that longevity in history. And we're also an all-volunteer organization. So we have an executive board, but it's all just a group of ladies that um, apply every year and lend their talents and specialties to us. So we pick a different beneficiary each year as well. So I think that leads to its popularity because local nonprofits have a chance every year to possibly be the beneficiary. Bree, what is your position at the Hill Country Charity Bowl? Um, so I am the former um, first vice president, and I've been on the board for five years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So um, each so this past year, or this at at the last Hill Country Charity Ball, Arms of Hope was the benefactor. Yes. Um, and that how is where Troy comes in. <laughs> yeah, I have so many questions for you, Troy. But, but how does how does a nonprofit it, nonprofit right? Mm -hmm. How does a nonprofit get in that position? Um, so Amanda can tell you a little bit more because she's our second VP and yes. she handles the grant applications. Well, like as Bree said, there are parameters that have to be met. So nonprofits, um, they don't necessarily have to be in the Hill Country, um, but mostly the nonprofits in this area are the ones that apply because they've heard of us. So like, you know, Bear County and other places like that, they really don't really know much about us. Um, so they submit their grant applications. Um, there's a deadline, like Kim said. Um, then we, the executive board, will review them. Um, and um, I mean, there's so many out there, and they all pull at our heartstrings. And mm -hmm. luckily, it's mm -hmm. just not me that makes the choice because I'm a <laughs> sucker for a good story, you know. Um, and so we just review them, go over them, and then we present it to our um, to the rest of the board, the rest of the committee, and then uh, we have them present. So Arms of Hope came in, and they gave a presentation about their mission and about their um, what their needs are and what our money that we would raise for them would where would go to. Um, and there was um, how many did we have? Three, three, mm -hmm. three last year. And so they all do their little five-minute presentations, and then we um, vote. Uh, we asked some questions, first of all, about, you know, just things that, that we would want to know and need to know about their organization, um, and then we put it to a vote. So it's not just the executive committee that picks, it's the whole board. Mm -hmm. And Amanda, what is your position at the Hill Country Charity Ball? I am uh, the second vice president, so I was that chair last year, and now I am again 
this. You're not new to the Kerville podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. I um, came here with K-Star and we to talk about K-Star, so... That's a lot of fun. And yeah. they're applying this year as well. Yeah. Yes. That's They've exciting. applied they're for many years, too. Yeah. 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 Um, you're very passionate about the community. I have a feeling you're going to be on many, many times. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, like, I, I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like, I started with this young lady next to me um, doing burpees next to her at oh. Camp Gladiator. <laughs> and, you know, and I was like, I've lived in Kerrville for quite a while, and I have not gotten involved and so I would hear her and her sister like, oh, I got to go set up for ball. And I'm like, what are they talking about? <laughs> so then once I Facebook stalked Bree and I was like, oh, oh, Hill Country Charity Ball. That sounds <laughs> fun. So I went to the mixer and then I just have this all new group of friends um, to add to my, you know, my little tribe. friendship group, my yeah. tribe. Yeah. And they're just amazing. And they just they really put in all the hard work to raise money and they've taught me so much like I've learned so many and I'm not like the youngest in the group (laughs) and so these young girls I'm like dang like they do so much and they know they're just so well-rounded and I'm really blessed to be able to hang out with them and to raise money for the for the community we're blessed to have you back on oh (laughs) Uh, Lacey hi what is your position at the Hill Country Charity Ball I am the assistant treasurer this year they're going to trust me with money. <laughs> um, I have served as secretary, and this will be my third. No, I've done three balls, but four years. Right. COVID. COVID. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So I've been around for a minute. What does it mean to you, and, and are you passionate about it? Um, I So I moved here during, I guess, five years ago. And so I had no friends. <laughs> I moved here with my husband. And I was like, well, this is this is hard. And I'd met a couple of people through my husband and went to the mixer. And I was like, I think I could do this. And through that, not only have we been able to um, give just a lot of money to our community, but we have formed friendships. And and these are the people that if I need something, I'm going to call. Amen. I, I was late running into town one day. I was like, Brie, can you get my kid from school? Please. <laughs> really? appreciate it. She's yeah. like, yeah, I got her. And so, I mean, wow. you know, you make those kinds of relationships. We love a good Keynes trip, so yeah. it was no yeah. sweat off my back. Uh, <laughs> you know? and, but really, I mean, this is, that's why I got involved. My why was not because I was passionate about a specific organization applying. Um, it was, I was new and I needed to meet people because, um, I was stuck in my house with a newborn, and that was miserable. Yeah. Not the newborn. <laughs> she was a delight. Just not having friends was really rough. And so, um, and now here I am. I will say arms of hope. I was not prepared um, for that presentation last year, and I, like, was, like, like crying. Yes. Like, crying. And I was like, well, y'all get to see me ugly cry. Cool. Yeah, so, um, I, I'm so excited to get to yeah. Troy. I'm so excited <laughs> to, to get to Troy. Um, I, want, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, coming f- as an outsider into Kerrville, um, what do you think about Kerrville as compared to other places that you've lived? Well, I've only lived in Lubbock, and I will say there's a lot of wonderful things about both places. Um, my husband works for the city, and so I came in, um, and he kind of has instant network, which was great. So we had some people around, um, but Kerrville's unless you figure out how to get involved, you're gonna kinda stay to yourself. Mm. Um, But this community has a million ways to get involved. Camp Gladiator, Hill Country Charity Ball, um, getting your kids involved in things, St. Peter's 
my daughter went to St. Peter's and I met a lot of wonderful families that way. So you have to create those experiences and that, um, opportunity to meet people, um, coming from somebody who lived in a town for her whole life. I knew everybody. Um, and so it was unique, but it was awesome. And, um, we are just happy to be here Amen. and we go home and we're like, Meh, we'll go back home. <laughs> well, so. thank you for coming yeah. and providing value to the community. It's fun. Really, really. It means <laughs> a lot, Lacey. Kim, you're back on. Thank you, Kim. Yeah. If y'all don't know, Kim is with 99. Well, no, it's not 991. 1037, 1037. Yep, 1238. That's right. Yeah. How are you, Kim? I'm great. How are you? Kim, what is your position in the Hill Country Charity Ball? So I am the president-elect along with Tammy Riley. We're doing president this uh, next, not this coming year, but the following oh, year yeah. for 2025. So I'm super excited. Um, this will be my third year serving on the board. And the first year I was just an attendee. I came, I was brand new into town, didn't know anybody, and my real estate agent actually invited me to come sit at her table. And so I was like, okay. She invited me four hours before the event started. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And you somehow made it. <laughs> and I went to San Antonio, bought a dress, made it home, did my hair and makeup, and was there on time. You nailed it. I you am just, you have, um, yeah, break glass case of emergency. That's <laughs> me. Um, but so uh, the last two years I've served um, on the food committee at the pre previous year. This last year I've served as the food committee and beverage committee, which have both been fun. Love those two committees. Um, and so anyways, that was a long answer to your question. No, <laughs> you know what? I, I see you all over the community. Uh, it, it's beautiful. Like at, at different events, I always see you and Ryan. Um, yeah. I hear you all everywhere. <laughs> and if y'all haven't checked out their last podcast, it's so powerful. Really. It really is. Oh, thank so, you. so y'all are always invited anytime as well. well I love what you're doing too. Thank you, yes. thank you. I'll, well, the right purpose of this, yeah, yeah. The purpose of this is to highlight what's behind the billboard, what's behind Hill Country Charity Ball, and uh, Troy. I want to yeah. just have a one-on-one -on -one episode with you and talk about Arms of Hope. It, it is Absolutely. so powerful. I, I've heard Arms of Hope, Arms of Hope all the time, and I just really want to dive in. Yeah. Because um, it, it's what's what's who's behind it, mm -hmm. and how passionate mm -hmm. are they? So if you don't mind, um, ladies and gentlemen, Troy Robertson. Oh, my God. Who's Arms of Hope. treated me like this. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them to watch and take that's notes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, you were the benefactor this we year. We were. We were and extremely blessed to be. I mean, you've heard it already, some other nonprofits in town. And, and, and I'm blessed to know a lot of nonprofits in this area that are phenomenal. They're amazing. So for us to be chosen is something that we did not take lightly. We knew that we were honored. We knew we were blessed, um, especially knowing the final three, just amazing nonprofits that do great work. So we were very humbled, but very honored to receive the funding. It was unreal. Well, what y'all do for the community and um, it, the, the women and, and families in this community, uh, you were just speaking with me before the podcast, and, and it's beautiful how Y'all help, and then it comes around full circle. It does. And they come back and help, too. So if you don't mind, can you can you? Sp yeah, so, so it all starts. It's, it's unreal. Arms of Hope runs on about $8.5 million a year, and not a penny of that comes from the federal or state government. Every bit of that comes from individuals, businesses, churches, private foundations. 
and, and, and things like the charity ball. And so it's unreal to see the generosity of people. And that's what I saw that night that's, that's unbelievable to me. You have all these families around that, you know, you can tell they're active in their churches, they're active in their business, they're active in the community, and I'm sure they're very generous in all those areas. But then to open up even more for something like this, oh, are you kidding me? And you got to understand, man, I'm a Kerrville boy. I, I love this community. <laughs> my whole family's from Kerrville, born and raised. My wife's family's from Kerrville. Um, we love this place. It, it is our home. And to see the people of Kerrville do what they do, which is not surprising to me. I've seen it my whole life, though. It's an inspiration. Really cool stuff. And so our families, um, the families that we serve, we have 125 residents that live on 400 acres, about 20, 25 minutes from here. Uh, towards Medina and, and these single mother families come from really rough backgrounds mm. They come from homelessness abuse neglect uh, many of them from sex trafficking and you know what that means that just means they need a shot they need an opportunity they need someone to reach out and go you know what you're worthy the same way we're loved by God you are loved by God the same way and so we want to give you a chance so they come live on our campus and then we provide case management counseling spiritual resources education a roof over their head clothes on their back all the things that they need to be successful. And then when those moms leave our program, they're going back into communities like Kerrville and they're gonna be givers to that communities rather than takers. And that's what we do. Y'all heal. We heal. You yep. heal, you build, you heal. Why? Like why? Where did where did Arms of Hope, you know, where yeah. was the birth of Arms of Hope? Yeah, so I'm not I'm not that old to where I was there at the beginning <laughs> in nineteen fifty eight, but really a cool story how it all started. You know, the Medina campus started with a partnership between the Rotary Club in Kerrville, Texas, a church in Kerrville, and Medina Independent School District. So they all got together with a ranch owner and said, hey, we need to start something out here. That's how it all started, one cottage in 1958. And then for it to become what it is now with 400 acres, 125 residents, 40 employees that live on there, I mean, I'm truly just standing on the shoulders of those that came before. Wow. The generosity of God's people, that's what You're it is. You're so humble. You're so humble, Troy. Um, so I've, I think we're on like episode 120 and there's, there's a correlation with the prominent people that come on is that they've all taken a leap of faith, uh, just, just like in the very beginning of arms of hope and they all give back to the community. Mm -hmm. You and Ryan, uh, Amanda, like w with K-Star and, and K-Star story as well. And now arms of hope. Yeah. And I would really be honored to have you back on and just dive into some of the testimonials. And if somebody would be happy to come on, I don't, I yeah, don't know. What? Yeah. That yeah, would have, be so We have so moms powerful. that love to share their story. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I personally know somebody who's been helped, um, through arms of hope, but I don't want to put them on blast or anything, but <laughs> it, it directly affects the community, impacts the community in a positive way. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And not just like, uh, emotionally, but yeah. e economically. Yes. Yeah. I think that's something that really appealed to the board of Hill Country Charity Ball is we look and see kind of what are those nonprofits in our area doing and how does that kind of multiply um, twofold or even tenfold into the community maybe once those individuals are, um, you know, kind of out of the program with the nonprofit that's selected. So I think that's definitely something that um, we were really interested and enthusiastic about for Arms of Hope. Right. And when Sarah, Sarah, who's also on our board, Board, who also is with um, Arms of Hope, who did the presentation, when she touched on what you just did about how the people that are helped 
stay in the community and to become mm-hmm. part of the community. Like I, I don't, I know I've worked in nonprofit and with, you know, with Hill Country Youth Ranch and now with K-Star. And I was like, oh, I never thought of it that way. And mm. it's so important yeah. for us to, um, to remember that and that, you know, and that's what's cool about Curvo. Like we have such a community of, of there's, you know, these nonprofits and then the, the, um, the people that go into sober living around here and mm-hmm. recovery. And I think that's what makes Curvel so cool because we have embraced that, those types of community and those people understand that and they know that. And so that's why we have such giving hearts around yeah. this area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like investing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like paying it forward. Yeah. Well, yeah. well you want a better place for your children to grow mm-hmm. up. Absolutely. And, and you're like, look, I, I want to create a better, not create, but help somebody become a better productive citizen mm-hmm. and, and, you know, get them in a better position. Mm-hmm. Uh, how was that uh, presentation? For me as a mom, it's very emotional. Oh, like I'm a mom in the most ideal situation possible. I have a wonderful husband. We have two kids, a home, grandparents who want to come all the time <laughs> and you know, all the time um yes. no and it's great i love my i love all the grandparents keep coming yeah. um, but it's hard it's hard as a mom with an ideal situation mm-hmm. so to hear about women and their children who don't have an ideal situation like one i want to go shake my kids and be like you're blessed yeah. <laughs> being a judge yeah. just, um, yeah. don't be mad that you don't get the newest iphone but mm-hmm. you know as a mom going oh my gosh mm-hmm. like these these women and these children they have so they need they need help and we can do it and we're a group of women and moms and and not moms and all these women that just want to empower women like it was it, for me. Whenever I I made my my selection, it was Arms of Hope, and I was like, "We've got to do this." And I would run through a wall for you guys. Oh, and I mean, wow, thank you. Like, just it's amazing what you guys yeah, do. It, and was, it, uh, it just and it tugged on my heart. Like I said, I ugly cried. I I, <laughs> I, I was not prepared. The, these presentations were. Well, that was a hard night because we had mm-hmm. Arms we, of Hope, yeah. we had Doyle Community Center, and we had Mercy Gate Ministries yeah. presenting for us, and so. We were just a hot mess expressing yes. that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we had to vote twice mm-hmm. that night. So yeah. it was just, it was. It's definitely a decision that the board does not take lightly. And yeah. so it's really something that um, we want the board members to really sit with and contemplate. Um, because we are working throughout the entire year to help this nonprofit raise as much awareness and uh, monetary funds as possible. And so it's really something that we want the board members to feel passionately yeah. about. So Arms of Hope did a great job in, you know, spreading that passion and awareness just to the board Obviously, it was a very emotional night for us. So Shout I think out that to Annie. Speaks volumes <laughs> to the nonprofits. What a tough night, right? Doyle. I went to kindergarten at Doyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clifton Pfeiffer, Coach Pfeiffer, yeah. was mm-hmm. my coach mm-hmm. in junior high in football and in Texas history. He's one of my mentors, my dear friend. I mean, that's why, you know, the humility that you talk about. Yeah, I hope I'm a humble person, Joe, but I'm really humble about this. Mm. I mean, this, is, this was a big deal. And then just seeing God's hand on this project, the way it worked perfectly, um, you know, just real quick, we had an individual donor in Kerrville that said, hey, we love what you do. We want, to, we want to, you to build more. So gave us a substantial donation to build, and we were going to be able to do three. 
a triplex. Well, then we were blessed to win a grant from Mueller, Inc. and Texas Country Reporter with Bob and Kelly Phillips. Whoa. So that was awesome. Yeah. So we had all these Mueller guys come on campus and build a 4,000-square-foot uh, metal building. And so we coordinated that. So awesome. Now we can do five. But we wow. were tapped out. I mean, we didn't have a penny. And so it's like, okay, well, that's all right. These moms, you know, they'll come in. They'll just be thankful to have a used couch from somebody and a used fridge. And, you know, they'll be thankful. And it's like, no way. So our specific project was to put brand new furniture, brand new appliances, brand new artwork, where these moms come into this fiveplex now and they feel loved. They mm -hmm. feel like they're worthy. You are, mm -hmm. you, are, you are so important to the community of Kerrville that yeah, you would have been thankful for a used couch, but you're gonna get a new couch. You're gonna get a new refrigerator. The you're dignity gonna get all those things, the brings. dignity of it. And that's yeah. all part of that holistic healing. That's all part of it. Troy, I, I hear you speak, and I could see you in any position. Heck, I would vote for you. Why? And you mentioned Christ twice. I'm just trying to put it all together. Yeah. Why Arms of Hope? Why are you devoting so much of your time, mm -hmm. so much of your, because you're a great communicator. You put what's in your chest and, and you bring it over to me and put it in mine and mm -hmm. I'm getting it. Puts a lump in our throat. Thank you. Do what, man? Puts a lump in our throat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to cry again. Here we go. Why? Why Arms of Hope? Well, you just can't, you know, so I've been there for 15 years now. I started as the campus minister for uh, four. I was chief operations officer for a year and the CEO now for the last 10. And, and we live on campus. I live there with my amazing wife. She's the one that is phenomenal. And, and all of our kids, we have a huge amount of kids and all love <laughs> her built, um, all that good stuff. But um, you live on campus and you see these moms. And it's a tough program. And we've learned you have to have a tough program. You have to set the bar high. So these moms that come in and yeah, they're given, given, you know, we didn't do anything. It's because of our amazing donors, but they're blessed with this home and clothes and food. And it's not like, okay, we all just sit there now. No, no, no. They have a tough program. They're in school full time working on higher education. They're in counseling with licensed professional Christian counselors. Their case management is tough where they do budgeting classes, parenting classes, all mm. those soft skills that we've learned now is so important. It's one thing to have a bachelor's degree. It's another thing to have those soft skills where mm -hmm. you know to be on time and how to write a resume and do mm. the things that you need to do to succeed. So we want motivated moms. And at first that was really hard for me because we have 35 beds for single moms and sadly not all of them make it through the program. And at first it just ripped my heart out because you don't just have the mom, you have their, their beautiful little babies mm -hmm. too. And so we have to every now and then ask a mom to leave. But then it hit me, no, 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 we're that bed is being taken up and, and it needs to be available for a mom out there who truly wants to work the program. So really the rock stars in all of this are the moms. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have to work a tough, tough program. And when they do and you see them graduate from that program with that degree and with that case management and with that breakthrough in counseling to take away all that destruction in the past and you see that holistic healing, dude, it's just, I mean, I'm blessed. So you yeah, mentioned- I'm so blessed to be out there. <laughs> Is it fulfilling? Oh, yeah, I'm living the dream. I mean, really? Oh, so much so. So much so. You know, I, man, you're, you're asking these, these, these good questions. I love this stuff. Uh, you know, being in ministry, um, and, and I've done a lot of things in my life, but in ministry, I thought, all right, well, I'm going to do something noble and be in ministry. And, you know, I'll, I won't be in a high up position. I'll just, you know, be in ministry. And then now to be in ministry, but for God to bless me to be in a position where, where I can see all this throughout the state because this is one campus that Arms Hope has. I'm blessed to head up north 
to a sister campus in the Dallas area where you see exactly the same thing. So Arms of Hope is two campuses and then family outreach centers all over the state, which is great. But I'm a, I'm a Hill Country boy still, so Amen. the Medina campus <laughs> is my love. That's, that's, right. where, that's where we live. That's what I see. And uh, the moms are the rock stars. They're What's the biggest challenge of your position? Yeah, 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 that's a good question. You know, Bob Phillips asked me that on Texas Country Reporter, and I started crying, but I'm not going to cry here. Um, <laughs> I promise. We can yeah. edit it up. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. It's okay if you All cry. Right, so so there's, there's two, right? I'll give you the practical. I'll give you the spiritual. Practical is raising $8.5 million a year, and that's why this stuff is so important. You know, year in, year out, and God does provide. And soon, maybe in the next 15 years, I'll actually 100% trust that everything will be okay and not worry. I've done better. But every year when you have to raise $8.5 million, it's like, where's it coming from? And then he provides something like this mm. with these amazing ladies that then do all the work and raise all the money, and we just get the big check at the end, right? <laughs> so raising money is a tough thing, but, but God always provides. On a spiritual standpoint, it is about those residents taking care of their safety. In the world we live in today, and with some of the clientele that we serve, and, and praise God, we're out there in a rural area, which is great. But, you know, you have moms that come from pretty serious domestic abuse. You have moms that came from the sex trafficking industry, which is a horrible, horrible, mm -hmm. dangerous thing. And they're all out on our campus. So, yeah, when my head hits the pillow at night, my prayers, Lord, protect them tonight. Hmm. Protect this whole campus. Uh, not just physically, but protect these moms emotionally and spiritually as well. You know, sex trafficking scares the heck out of me more than... It's a horrible thing. It, it just, it really does. I, I feel like, I don't even know if it's just been exposed more now because of social media or if it's just, it's happening more. But I do know that it is one of my deepest fears. You know, my, my wife plays, brings our children to the splash pad while I'm working and, you know, that road's right there. It just, it, I just... Mm -hmm. It scares the heck out of yeah. me. And then I don't know if y'all follow um, this Facebook page, Kerrville Busted or whatever, mm -hmm. but it shows the people who yeah. get um, arrested and what they the did and me yeah. being so nosy. Yeah. Like these past two years, like 40% of them are like human smuggling. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, what is going on here? I mean, we had our daughter going to dinner um, downtown and a guy started harassing them. They ended up ducking into Shriner Goods. The doors just happened to be unlocked. It wasn't open. And the lady was like, oh, are y'all okay? And they're like, yeah, I think so. They left. The Club Charles staff noticed that he had come back around, and he, they scooped them into their office and called the cops. And Good had for arrested. them. My daughter's 17. I think that she's pretty smart. Mm -hmm. But our community was there. to. She was like, I didn't know what to do. Um, I was also on my way to an 80s birthday party and showed up in 80s grunge to <laughs> make sure everything was okay. That was embarrassing. Oh, Charles. Charles. <laughs> <laughs> my 80s grunge did not quite align. Were you, were you like the Madonna vibe? Or <laughs> no, I mean like, no, like grunge, like like fishnets and shorts. Yeah, like head and tip. Oh, yeah, like the dark <laughs> eyeliner. I was well, like, yeah. oh. Yeah. It's fine. Um, but no, um, it's it's real. It's scary. And it's one of those things that as much as you think it would never happen to you, it was, I mean. Yeah. So when you talk about, you know, coming back on and bringing a mom, uh, you know, of course, we let moms share their stories the way mm. they want to share their stories. We don't yeah. push a mom to do anything. She can come and never share her story. We just want to, you know, love on her and, and, and give her the help she needs. But many of our moms through counseling realize that when they share that story, it empowers them. And then mm -hmm. they can champion. So when you hear that story, and they'll, they'll just tell you, here's what I was walking in. It'll blow you away. Mm -hmm. 
And to the point where even some people are like, oh, I don't want to hear that. It's so dark. No, no, no. You can't appreciate the light until you've seen the dark that they've mm-hmm. come through. And so for those moms to come through some of the stuff and the darkness that they were living in, living in to now be in the light, blows you away. It's yeah. funny how that works, y'all. You know, we were talking about it on your podcast, too, is, and I'm getting the chills, and, like, y- you have to go through something that you didn't think you could make it through to enjoy something as simple as chicken nuggets around the dinner table with the family. Mm-hmm. That's my Powerball. That's when I'm sitting around the family and I see my daughter praying and thanking the Lord for our food and my son and my wife, and we're just holding hands. Dude, I wouldn't trade that for a $2 billion ticket. I'm serious. That's That's my gold. I won. Mm -hmm. I straight up won. And I'm never playing again because I already hit it. But And and, and I'm not making this about me, but what I'm trying to say is, why do y'all think it is that we have to experience these hardships to enjoy the simplicity in life? Anybody can go. I don't be thou my vision. I mean, it's one of those things where you see the world differently when you don't know the bad stuff that people have gone through. You don't know the stories of people's survival and just thriving after all the terrible stuff that's happened to them. Sorry, I'm going to cry. No, I, I am too. It's like, be thou my vision. Your vision changes. It, mm-hmm. It's like, as you get older, your vision changes and you see the world differently because you've been through some things, you know, you've like the all state commercial. I've seen a thing or two, you mm-hmm. know, because you've seen things differently. You know, the love of God, you've, you've been given that grace through your life and you just see things different. Mm-hmm. It's just a whole different vision and you want to help. Mm-hmm. You want to stand up and say, I'm here to help because I, I didn't have the strength and somebody helped me. So no, no, I've got the strength. Let me help you. It's mm-hmm. just the yeah. different vision in life. Yeah, Lacey, you mentioned that. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, 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 it's okay. okay. What? You mentioned that a second ago. You're like, look, seeing what these women are going through, my life compared yeah. to theirs and it gives you like a whole different it's a different it's a different perspective um i mean you're like man i i said i moved here and i was complaining about being stuck in my beautiful home with my beautiful newborn while my husband went out and made enough money to provide anything and everything that we wanted like i'm a spoiled brat mm. <laughs> and and i'm blessed for that um we talk in our home about mountaintops um, I, I'm a, I'm a young lifer. Like I love young life. Young life is, um, big in our family. Mm-hmm. And one day when you go to camp, they make you climb a whole mountain, a whole entire mountain. <laughs> Let me tell you, a 15 year old Lacey did not want to climb a whole mountain that day. I was like, you want me to climb that whole mountain? <laughs> and when you get up there, the view is incredible. And it was worth every bump, bruise, bug bite, scrape, complaint, Sweat, sweat, tears, <laughs> sunburn, all of the things. And um, shout out to Carol Johnston who took me on that hike and put up with all of my complaining um, because <laughs> it, it was a lot. Um, but we've taught our kids, like, the climb is hard. Mm-hmm. The climb is hard. Life is hard. You're going to get knocked down. You're going to slide down the mountain. You're going to get bit by a bug. You're going to see a snake and you're going to scream. But when you get to the top, or you, the view is worth it. Mm. So I know, I'm going to cry too, that these women have climbed a hard mountain and we're a small part of them getting that view and saying, Mm -hmm. it was worth it. We all sit here, Mm. you know, dressed up and nice, but we've all been through the hardest thing that we've all ever have been through. And, you know, it just, it just makes these moments that much sweeter. 
It really does. You know, you pass people in Walmart every day. You don't know what the heck somebody's going through. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and we hit on that, too, with, with K-Star and then the Hill Country Youth Ranch. Amanda, you're the next mayor, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. I vote. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't get a vote. <laughs> the work that Hill Country Youth Ranch does. Mm -hmm. Oh, my word. Yeah. I mean, that's, you talk about having a program about Arms of Hope and our Hill Country Youth Ranch mm -hmm. and, and some of the amazing children but difficult circumstances and challenges. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's unreal. That night at the charity ball, I probably had um, four or five. I can't remember exactly. I'm sorry. But at least four. Uh, ladies that were attending the charity ball that if you looked at you would say they don't have a issue in their life at all mm. and they came up to me and said you know in varying degrees some issues that they had dealt with as single mothers in their life and so we're in that audience right and everyone's there to to help these moms over here and we're over here no we're all we're all one mm -hmm. we're all together we all have our stuff mm -hmm. This is, a, this is a little more powerful than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so next year, it's annual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Y'all don't know who the beneficiary, the benefactor no. is going to nope. be. Not yet. Applications so, are open. Right. We've had people like talk about, like, I'm going to submit an application. So that's exciting to hear who's submitting. Um, so, you know, like I, like I said, we had a, we had a great ball at, you know, this past year and well this year, um, Annie did a really good job of she, Annie Reese, who's our president, um, did a really good job in orchestrating and getting this, you know, we're too silly at meetings and cracking up kind of getting <laughs> it's like us hurting to, cats. Yeah, yeah, it is hurting mm -hmm. cats. And so this year, Amber has, Amber Bond has that, um, task, that task <laughs> to keep us in line and things like that. So, uh, but yeah, our applications are going to start coming in, and then we They're start due July fourteenth. Mm -hmm. Can can they reapply if they didn't make it last year? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. They're encouraged to apply. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well, um, one thing I'd like to talk about is uh, sorry, I keep going back to um, <laughs> I, I keep going back to Arms of Hope is that you can drive through the hill country you know as an agent or as somebody a buyer coming in they see the millions of dollars you know circulating around and they see the hills and the houses but there's a lot of pain happening as well and um what do y'all do for the exposure and how do y'all get these stories out there and how, how do you um you know because it's a hard topic to talk about just like you were saying that story, people didn't want to hear that story, but how do you let people know what's going on? Well, it's not really exposure. It's more advocating, like advocate, advocate, advocate for these kids, you know, like working at K-Star, you know, like there's just so many things that, you know, the state of Texas, you know, the CPS, there's a lot of flaws mm. and, um, and just being advocates, you know, the youth ranch advocating for the kids, K-Star advocate, arms of hope, you know, just advocating for them and, but, you know, giving them that voice that they didn't have before and empowering them to to help stand up for themselves is very important. So um, exposure will just happen, but advocating, you have to really stand firm and, you know, about the mission that's at hand. Mm -hmm. So if there is a woman out there um, in the position and wants to be on the other side of that program, how does she get involved? You mean getting getting involved with the program after she leaves the program? No, if, if somebody's listening to this right now who yeah. who wants mm -hmm. to 
be in arms be in, be involved in our, yeah. in our program yes yeah absolutely so you know I, I love our website I, I think the guy that designed it did a great job it's easy you come in you fill out an application we're getting back to you quick we are not a um, we're not a, a temporary homeless shelter uh, they do amazing work by the way emergency shelters do we're kind of the place after an emergency mm. shelter because mm. we're a long-term program and we want to make sure that mom and her kiddos are a fit and so it doesn't take a long time about a week Right, and so it, it takes about a week for a mom to to um, be accepted into our wow. program. Our issue is our issue is beds. Mm -hmm. So we have thirty five beds; they're all full. And we have a waiting list a mile long, which is so sad. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's such a need out there, but we're honored to be part of the people that fill um, fill in the gap. But absolutely, someone can go on our website, call our main number, and uh, we'll get them rolling on the application process. And Troy, those who are moved who want to donate and and put more beds in Arms of Hope, yeah, how absolutely. do they do so? Absolutely. Once again, go to our website. The best thing is come out and see us. You know, people people struggle. You have to go over Mount Everest to get to our place, right? That little mountain on Highway yeah. 16. Yeah, I, I love that drive. Me, me too. Now listen, people, especially people, God love them, from Houston or Dallas, and they're like, oh, a 25-minute drive? I'm like, you drove <laughs> twice that to get to work right. in Houston. Don't Exactly. So it's a beautiful drive. And then come on our campus. I really can't explain it. I can't do it justice, how beautiful and tranquil it is and, and amazing Take work a that, tour. Take, yeah, take a, a tour. Take a tour of it. You can see the buildings. Be part of what we do. We'd be very honored for that. I'd be honored to have you back on. And we'll just we'll dive in. And, um, and yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I want you all to know, um, if you all know anybody in Kerrville or the Hill Country that provides value, I don't care if they are a CEO or if they're somebody who makes beads in their garage and just makes people <laughs> smile, cafeteria lady for 30 years, who just mm -hmm. makes kids smile. I don't care. Just somebody who's provided value to the community. Tell them to come on. Y'all, is it all right? Like, I mean, it's not yep, bad. Yeah, absolutely. Is it? No, easy peasy. And I edit the heck out of it. Um, <laughs> and we that, get tacos afterwards. That's Woo, right. Allegedly. That's right. Taco <laughs> Tuesday. Um, but no, that's what the Kerrville podcast is about. Not just Kerrville, but the Hill Country and highlighting who's behind the billboard. What do they stand for? Mm -hmm. What? Do, who's behind Arms of Hope? Um, who's behind the Hill Country Charity Ball? And uh, what are the goals of these businesses, organizations, politicians, and people in the garage making beats? You know, <laughs> anybody and everybody, y'all. Y'all y'all send them my way. Hit me up on Facebook. Send, send them my way. And um, we're not live. We're not scripted. And uh, I just wanted to throw that out there for anybody mm -hmm. listening. If, if you're shy, that's okay. I'll carry you through. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's all right because I mess up more than anybody, y'all. Well, um, thank you for being that light and for giving people and uh, associations like ours a voice. Mm -hmm. yes. You know, you are the one that's out there that's creating that awareness for people like Troy and Absolutely. us with Charity yeah. Ball because you're you're creating that awareness for us and you don't even realize it. Do I, you? I don't and I didn't <laughs> know it would be something like this, y'all. It was it started out as a selfish act. It started out as because I was selling virtual tours, right? And I can edit this out. But I was selling virtual tours. And I, what me and my wife would do is we'd go in a place, and, and during COVID, and we'd do a virtual tour. You could click on items and then buy them directly through the, through the tour, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, if I could get all my customers on one page, then I'll just share my tours mm -hmm. to that page. So I, I uh, Curvo Small Business Network page. And then I was just sharing tours. And then it was the Kerrville Small Business Network podcast. And then I started, like, you listen to the first ones. I was like, uh, um, excuse me, hello. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, y'all, Kerrville has helped me more than 
more like I get more from this more than anybody yeah. really. Mm -hmm. And then I learn, I learn, and I ask pe prominent people. I, I just get to pick the minds of the greats around here, and, and it's just been so beneficial. So, yeah. like you said, that you just made me feel good because that's my goal now is to provide value. I had that selfish mindset, mm -hmm. but through the process, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's bigger than me. Mm -hmm. It's bigger than me, mm -hmm. and it's helping people. It's helping get exposure. It's helping, mm -hmm. you know. And I'm just, I'm so honored. And I'm in love with my city more than I've ever been. Yeah. I'm so dadgum passionate about this That's place. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I want to provide value and keep on going. As long as there's breath in my lungs, this thing's going to go. And and um, even, like, whatever, um, yeah, I just want somebody to keep it going, you know. Mm -hmm. You'll be here to do that. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think so. Mm -hmm. But um, what is the legacy that Hill Country Charity Ball wants to leave? Why, like, long after y'all are gone, do y'all want it to continue That's going? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, we're on our 36th year already, so I think that the original founding members of Hill Country Charity Ball have already, um, you know, kind of seen their legacy come to fruition with the current board. And so I think anytime you join a nonprofit as a board member or even a volunteer, um, you want to leave, you know, your little bit of hope and your little bit of light. Um, and, and also you hope that you know, somebody that joins with you or after you sees the passion and um, the brightness that you had when you were in that role. And then maybe, you know, it's their time to take it on for them to shine too. So um, like I'm, I'm rolling off this year. It's my fifth year. I will be an auxiliary member. Oh, um, oh, and please. so it's just, it's time. Um, you know, I've, I've done some other nonprofit boards and it's not to say that I won't be um, involved, but it's to say that somebody else can can join the executive board or chair a committee that I chaired, so they get that kind of experience that I had. Bring. We're still going to be calling her. Okay. Yes. Good. But we do have a new mem uh, new member mixer yes. coming up in yes. July, uh, July eleventh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, so that will be uh, Sindera Springs, uh, Sindera Springs yeah. um, over by James Avery. Yes. And so we'll so have our six new to eight, six to eight p.m. So come on out if you want to join us. And that information is all on our Hill Country Charity Ball Association yes. Facebook page. And I think all of us have shared it to our own personal social yes. medias, or it's on the Mike FM Facebook page. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So Get that guys, plug. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys would like to have, if you know somebody that would like to be a part of our board, we'd love to have you. It's going to be a fun year. Um, we're, we don't know who we're going to be supporting, who our benefactor is this year, but we know we're going to do our very best to be yeah. able to provide the best awareness and the most money that we can for them. Yeah. So and I have a party. And yeah. I will <laughs> say that it's one of those things that you don't realize. Like, one, I was like, I don't have anything to offer. Like, I don't, I didn't think that I had much to offer. My Excel spreadsheet skills. Yeah. 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 I did, you never know. I did the seating and registration this year. Who? That's a lot of people to make sure they know where they're going. Yeah. So if you don't think that you have a skill or a talent that you can give for this, that's a lie. You do. Um, yeah. You do. So come out. Um, worst case scenario, you come to the mixer and you meet some great ladies. Um, best case scenario, you come out with some really awesome friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was powerful. you get to, you know, raise a lot of money and throw one heck of a party. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> For an amazing organization. So. And it what is. other party has acrobats? Yeah. I mean, really. <laughs> Come on. Still Still black tie and acrobats. Yeah. All at once. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Troy, 
I'd like to ask you, yeah. um, what is, is the legacy that Arms of Hope would like to leave long after you're gone, long after, mm-hmm. you know, is, is it going to continue going? And what oh, is yeah. a legacy? Yeah, you know, we, we, we look back 1958. I mean, that's, that's, that's unbelievable, starting with one cottage and where it is now. And, and we're just excited about what God has in store for the next 20, 30, 50 years. And we're going to keep doing what we're doing. I mean, so, you know, that's why, that's why I love charity ball in that every year they give it to a different nonprofit because mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, sadly, it's a big elephant out there of need and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, you can't bite it all off in, in one deal. So we're real mission centric to single mother families and their children. That's kind of what we do at Arms of Hope. Well, we've talked about other charities here, Doyle and what they do, and Hill Country Youth Ranch and K-Star. You know, they're all a, a little different, and there's plenty to go around. So our legacy at Arms of Hope is to show the love of Christ to single mother families. Mm. That's our biggest and, and, and what we're trying to do, and my prayer is it'll continue and, until, you know, none of us are here anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see, Amen. You lead by example. Why do you highlight other nonprofits if, if you're because with they, Arms of Hope? Look, I'm not... Well, you're gonna you got to edit this part out, all right? Because I'm gonna look that, I'll get in trouble. Obviously, I bleed Arms of Hope, and I love Arms of Hope with all my heart. I'm not saying I wouldn't have voted for Doyle that night. I mean, my gosh, what they do over yeah. there! Not I would have voted for Arms of Hope, but you know, <laughs> you're like that's a real close second. Really, I mean, they're amazing. Yeah. How can you not see what they do? And look, I'm a realist as well. Are there some nonprofits out there that? Yeah, but for the most part, mm-hmm. everyone has big hearts. And, and, and want to serve God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so we've been blessed in my life. You know, we were foreign missionaries for a while. I was a youth minister for a while. I did a bunch of different stuff. So like I said, there's plenty to go around. E- everyone in the Kerrville area just does such great work. That's it's like churches, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, are you kidding me? The Baptist church is awesome. The Methodist church is awesome. Impact's awesome. You know, they, they all are. Mm-hmm. They all do great work. Mm-hmm. One big family. I see a really powerful podcast coming up, Troy. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Me He's and a pot preach. of coffee. <laughs> as long as, and I said this, right, they got to quit tearing down my memories. Oh, They wow. tore down my high school. Oh, they tore down the horror hospital where I was born, right? It looked like a horror movie with yeah. the green yeah. and stuff. The Arcadia where I used to ride my bike down to the Arcadia. Oh. They've turned into... Something awesome, actually. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All my memories yeah. as a child. Um, I love this place. Who else better to have on than Troy and talk about yeah. how Kerrville's changed throughout the mm-hmm. years? You know, that's gonna be cool. I it's, love it. Yeah, yeah. we, we got to set up a schedule. Um, all right, y'all. It, Wait, one more thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And you know I'm not just saying this because I can't apply next year. The, they did all the work. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's, we just sat back. Right? And I mean, I was out of town that day. We had, and I would have been at the presentation, but promise if I told you, you would be, yeah, of course, be at the other campus. We had an emergency up there. But I just sent in my big gun, which is Sarah, and let mm-hmm. Sarah present. So we, you know, besides presenting and writing this application, then you just turn it over to these guys, and they just did all the work. I mean, they went out and promoted it and sold tables wow. and got auction items, and then said, oh, by the way, come to our party. Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, that, that was miserable night. I mean, any Great party food. where you have where you have little Waterburger biscuits and yes. stuff, are you oh. kidding me? Mac and Those wagon. are fantastic. The Mac and Wagon. So, so the work they do and the love they show, they don't have to do that. You know, if, if, if they wanted to just cut a check to a nonprofit and say, I, you know, it's the time and the passion that they put into this that's really inspirational. So that's what a benefactor should um, expect coming into this. 100%. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to be loved on in a way that they have no clue. Um, and we could keep this in or not, but 
do y'all ever have nonprofits that come in that like or, or try to apply that you're like, I don't know what you do because you mentioned like, you know, I've heard of some nonprofits that like they're doing some shady stuff like and they shouldn't even be doing what they're doing. Um, I mean, it's a pretty strict grant application, so we do try and kind of um, determine their um, commitment to their mission, their commitment to the project, because we do ask for very specific projects. Our funds are donated um, 100% to the beneficiary each year, and they have a time limit, and that's really to help ensure that that project becomes reality. Mm -hmm. um, so they're not sitting on those funds, we're not sitting on those funds, things like that. So it's, it's a checks and balance system. Um, I will say we get typically anywhere between 14 to 21, 22 applications each year. Wow. And so we do rely very heavily on the executive board to have a very intense discussion and really go through those grant applications kind of line by line and mm -hmm. figure out, um, you know, what do we think the group of ladies will be passionate about this year? We do take into account um, some of the previous year's beneficiaries just because there are so many facets of a nonprofit agency. You know, it's arts and culture, it's children, it's mm -hmm. seniors, it's animal welfare, it's community welfare. Um, you know, things like that. And so we kind of try and have there be a really good balance, um, one for the top three to five beneficiaries to present to the ladies. And then also, too, we take into account who um, was selected in the past couple of years because we want the community to gain additional awareness about all of the nonprofits in the community. So you kind of want, you know, maybe last year it was the kiddos, maybe this year it's the puppies, next year it might be the elderly. And so you kind of just want to keep that mix so they're introduced to new pro nonprofits or like Arms of Hope was a beneficiary back in 2009. There's additional opportunities for the nonprofit to be selected again, um, but we want them to, you know, kind of showcase what projects are new, what their needs are. They may have been totally different in 2009 versus today. And so it's really highlighting the growth of those nonprofits that are selected. Y'all have a duty to do justice to the dollars that have mm -hmm. been donated. Mm -hmm. And we ask, and we ask the hard questions mm -hmm. when we have them in front of yeah. us. They tell us what their project is. And I come from a construction background. I'm like, <laughs> are you sure that that's going to cost that much? Or are you sure you're asking for yeah. enough? Where did you get your numbers from? So we ask the hard questions. And we're... It's a little I'm, bit of a hot seat. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> and we're, we're a savvy group of individuals who come with, again, a lot of different backgrounds. And so the questions, I don't think that they're ever ready for them. But, um, well, and that's also too, like if you're ever curious about joining charity ball or you're like, I can't make floral arrangements, me either. That's okay. <laughs> but you bring your life experiences and your skill sets and your exposure that can really help. Like what Lacey said, I have no idea about construction costs. I work PR. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, sounds cool. <laughs> and she's like, I don't, I don't know about that. I'm like, so it's a, it's a really good um, balance group to kind of do the due diligence um, for our organization and also the nonprofit. So the community feels very comfortable, um, you know, supporting us each year. Beautiful. They trust us. They trust mm. us to pick a good benefactor. They trust us to throw an amazing party <laughs> and that they're always going to have a midnight snack. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, how does key to success? <laughs> how does somebody get a hold of y'all? So our website is just simple. It's Hill Country Charity Ball Association dot 
com, or they can go on all the socials to Hill Country Charity Ball Association as well. Facebook is going to have a lot of great information on there. Um, we have somebody that actually posts on that for us for all the fun stuff that's happening, upcoming, who mm -hmm. our sponsors are. We'll promote the sponsors and thank them for their sponsorship or table. You know, if they purchase tables, like we got all kinds of good stuff on there. So don't miss it. Uh, grant applications, like I said, are live right now on our website, uh, hillcountrychartyballassociation.com. Just click the uh, application and you'll be able to get in there and see all the parameters and the application to be able to apply. Right mm -hmm. now. Right now, it's open. Open until July 14th. So if so somebody's interested, they need to get their applications in now. Okay. And, Troy, one more time, if somebody wants to donate or somebody wants to be a part of Arms of Hope, how do they get a um, – what is the website again? Yeah, armsofhope.org. And call me. I'm not scared. My cell phone's 512-644-5502. Wait, you said you're a, a Kerrville boy. That's a That's right. 512. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to call you When we first moved back from, bless our hearts, we were foreign missionaries in New Zealand. And we actually lived in Wimberley for a oh, while. Okay. And so I would drive to this campus and then drive up to the other campus. But then as soon as a home opened up on employee housing on campus, we were like, we got to get back here. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so there you go. Okay. I'm glad okay. you caught that. Okay. Wow. Just checking. Check I just like how he said it like Mike Jones. I was like, oh, you've got a little rhythm to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love people. Some people are like, don't give out your cell phone. I was like, no, I want to give out my cell phone. Yeah. I love that, was <laughs> that was very impressive. Uh, leading from the front, that's what it's about. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we had Hill Country Charity Ball with the benefactor, Arms of Hope, today. It was very moving. Um, Y'all come back, and Troy, you're more than invited back on. To. I think we have some powerful uh, podcasts in the future. Ladies and gentlemen, give somebody a compliment today. It, you, you may just change the trajectory of somebody's whole month. Y'all yeah. have a blessed one. If y'all want to reach out to the Curvel Podcast, just hit me up on Messenger, and uh, we'll get you on. Thank y'all so much. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. Have a blessed day, everybody.